The following is a paid commercial advertisement for Bancorp Insurance. The views and opinions expressed within do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management at Horizon Broadcasting Group. Now it's time for Insurance Talk with Cherie Martinen and Rex Lasur on 105.7 KQAK and KQAK.com. Drones are cool. They can get that scenic shot of the mountains and the river or make that wedding video just perfect. Whether you use a drone as a hobby or for your business, most people do not realize that their homeowners or maybe their business insurance policy might not cover their new drone. You are listening to Insurance Talk with Cherie Martinen and Rex Lasser, the father-daughter team from Bancorp Insurance, located in beautiful Central Oregon. We're a locally owned insurance agency helping answer all of your burning insurance questions. So drones are really cool, and they're becoming more and more popular. Oh yeah, they're all over. They are technically referred to as an unmanned aerial vehicle or an aerial system. Um, They're an aircraft. They are. And as such, most insurance companies don't want to insure them. And your homeowner's policy more than likely does not cover any liability or physical damage that you might cause with a drone. And you're thinking, what kind of damage could I cause with a drone? Oh, yeah. You know, you could get stuck in someone's hair. It could be property damage. You could injure somebody. Someone might get really pissed at you if you were flying over their backyard and interrupting their privacy. If you have a video camera on the drone and you're videoing something that maybe was none of your business. Yeah. And what happens in people's backyards is really should be none of your business. (laughs) So that's not covered either. And I think that is like a tricky topic on the drones. Your homeowner's insurance isn't going to cover this. Right. So, and there's just like most things, just like a vehicle, like an automobile, there are two things that you can do with a drone. One is you can injure someone bodily or cause property damage. There's a case where um, someone flew their drone into a power pole, shorted out the power, the transformer blew up, and the the whole neighborhood uh, went dark. The whole neighborhood went dark. And yeah, that's. And who's going to pay for that? Well, when the electric company gets out there and finds a drone, you know, fried on their... It has your, your name sticker on, on it. Your name sticker on it, and uh, or they find the serial number on it and trace it back through the manufacturer. You could be liable, and it could, be, it could cost thousands. So you need to be aware of that. The second thing that you can do with a drone is you can cause bodily injury, which it might be just you and your buddies sitting around flying the drone and you bring it back into land and the wind catches it the next thing you know those propellers are you know wrapped up in someone's hair cutting their face you know anything anything like that can happen and has a lot of the insurance that's available for the drones too are sold through the manufacturers so when you're buying it we recommend that you definitely look into that uh, so that you can you can purchase at least, that at least uh, if you do have an accident that doesn't injure anybody maybe just the drone which does happen, mm-hmm. um, you can at least get those parts replaced and continue right. your hobby. Right. The, I think the one that we hear about more often, though, is drones on the business side. Right. Like roofers using drones so that they don't have to climb on the roof and see how bad it is. Oh, and realtors doing... Um, oh, dro- aerial footage uh, uh, of, of the, the homes home. they're selling. LA. Oh, yeah, oh. That, that's real popular. And so you have photographers and and videographers use it all the time to get those special shots for the weddings or the commercials. Yep. And this brings up a a, another issue. Most homeowners are spending uh, between two hundred and five hundred dollars for a drone. They're not real expensive. All of a sudden, we step into the commercial side, and the next thing you know, that drone might cost five, ten, twenty thousand dollars. And then we have to talk about not only the liability, but we have to talk about the insurance on the drone itself. 
when it comes to commercial, some companies are actually beginning to offer coverage. And that's something you just have to ask your insurance agent about and they can add it on? Correct. Um, if they can't be added on, then a separate policy needs to be needs to be purchased. And it covers, the policy would cover the, and of course we're talking aerial here, so. Um, and again, it is an they, aircraft. It is an aircraft, so we wouldn't call it, we would call it hull insurance. Just like, um, just like they call airplanes when they, when we're insuring like your your business jet or your your small private plane, you're insuring the hull. And so you buy the hull insurance to cover the the equipment. And like I said, a $20,000 drone is not unusual because the photography equipment on these things is phenomenal. And they can go up and they can stay up for a really long time and uh, they can be used for, for any number of things. So you need to talk about the hull and we need to talk about the liability insurance for the, in the event that you... Um, that you injure somebody with the um, with the machine. A couple other things that we can talk about for drones um, is some of the questions that you can ask when you're purchasing drone insurance. Yep. The first thing you wanted to ask is um, what are the limits? Uh, how much really, is it going to cover? Yeah. How much is it going to cover? Then the next thing you're going to want to talk. Is there a deductible? Yeah. Like, do yeah. I have to pay something yeah, before you, the insurance coverage? Yeah. If kicks you cr- in? if you crash it, most most physical damage insurance on like hulls and other equipment will have a deductible. So that's pretty straightforward. Yeah, they're saying if you scratch it a little bit, just fix that, and then we'll we'll do it when you really crash it. Um, Do you provide coverage outside of the country? Well, people drag these things around. I mean... You can go to Canada pretty easy. Yep. Uh, Does the coverage um, cover the property while in transit? Most of the time, it does, because it's written on what would essentially be an inland marine form, which is a coverage anywhere it is but you need to ask the question some forms might not have that they might only have it when it's in the air flying uh do you provide coverage uh for additional units if you pick up a new one and or can you just add it to the policy or do you have to have a completely separate separate policy policy and or you buy once some policies actually give you um you know 30 days to report a new um a new piece of equipment so that's one of the things you would need to ask the one of the last ones is: um, Do you offer combined um, liability for hull, combined liability and hull insurance? Sometimes one limit covers both the liability for for injury and um, property damage, and for the hull. So those are a couple of the things that you need to query your agent about when you're buying it. We're going to take a break, but when we.